Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live from the upstairs room at Half Hill Zone, Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. Hey there, Tosh. Hello, Toshi. Oh, Velmic, uh, Professor Talib, you're a little early. I was just getting started. Well, Tashi, you might want to hold everything else for today, because Velmic and I have quite the adventure to share with you. I agree with the professor. This one is worth taking up whole show today. Um, okay, I'm sure the audience won't mind, so what was this grand adventure? Okay, good. So, Professor Talib and I spent last week working closely with the Dragonscale Expedition, spending time looking for fossil remains near the Dragonscale Base Camp. I found an entire intercostal clavicle. An inter... Uh, an it what? Intercostal clavicle. A complete one is very rare and precious. You had me interrupt the entire show for an inter... an intercostal... Intercostal clavicle. Okay, whatever. It's it's an old bone and hardly worth setting the whole rest of the show aside. No, no, that's not the adventure. Indeed it isn't. The adventure is what happened afterwards. So, like I am saying, we had been working very hard and were exhausted. A fellow adventurer recommended that we try out the Serene Dream Spa in Valdraken. Oh, okay, I get it. So, this is going to be an extended review of a spa. I I guess kind of like an extra-long inside story? Not exactly, but there is a review involved. We should start from beginning. We take Flightmaster from Dragonscale Base Camp to Valdraken. As usual, place is very busy with adventurers, and Main Square was quite crowded. But after asking many peoples where we can find Serene Dream Spa, someone directs us to a nice blood elf who is promoter for the spa and, of course, very helpful. Not only was she helpful, she was wonderfully dressed. Such a lovely sleeveless tunic and vest combination with perfect accessories and very sparkly sunglasses. I would love an outfit like that. Maybe at the next trial of style? She was nice enough to direct us to the spa. Where we found the concierge, who was nice pandering. But who was overwhelmed by angry customers who'd been waiting in line for a long time. Apparently the spa was having some issues. And boy, were they angry. They were complaining and even demanding refunds. People can be so rude and demanding sometimes. I thought since she was a fellow Pandaren, I would see if we could do anything to help. She explained to us that there was trouble with Spa and suggested we talk to the manager. I thanked her. Oh, Velmic, tell everyone about her reaction when you thanked her. Oh, right. When I said thank you, I called her my good Pandaren. And she said to me, I'm not your good Pandaren, I'm the concierge. Very odd. 
So from there, we went to see the manager, another Pandaren. Wow. You know, it's nice to hear about Pandarens running something out in the world other than a noodle cart. <laughs> Tashi. What? <laughs> Tell me it isn't true. Anyway, Manager Zhijian Thornpa explained to us that Homur Spa area had been overrun by elementals. Yes, and they had taken the Yuga instructor and their students captive. Yuga? Yes. Yuga is some sort of new stretching and meditation technique. And it must work, because apparently they were all so relaxed they didn't even notice the elementals. We, of course, offered to help. We felt so bad for him. He had just taken over running the spa and had so many nice things lined up. Gliders for getting around, musicians... Yuga. <laughs> and it had all been interrupted by the elementals. We also talked to Quilius, the night elf who hired Zhijian. <laughs> so wait, did you really ask to speak to the manager? Technically, he was the manager's manager. Quilius is telling us he is thinking that the primalist were behind whole thing. And he was quite unhappy about it. He made it clear that he wasn't interested in attracting the custom of the primalists, although he did welcome all other races. Wow. Oh, oh, before we go on, Professor Talib mentioned musicians. You know, we met the band on our way down to the lower spa, or uh, the trio that was left of the band. A forsaken by the name of Edward and a pair of Volpera named Fifi and Fari. They were so worried that since most of the rest of the group had left, <laughs> they would have to perform <laughs> Alpaca Pella. <laughs> I, I don't get it. <laughs> it, it. You know, a cappella, but, but instead they say Alpaca Pella. <laughs> because, you know, Volpera. Sorry, still not getting it. <sighs> Moving along, there were a lot of other interesting people waiting in the upper spa area, especially Zeldas. What a silly fellow. Silly how? Well, he was very good looking, but far too concerned about his lost sunglasses. Apparently he is celebrity of some sort. You know he was surrounded by adoring fans who just kept talking about how good-looking he is, maybe even too good-looking, and what great selfies he takes. You know, I think I heard someone say something about blue steel. We did find his sunglasses, though. They'd been stolen by a slime named Mudgato. We returned the glasses to Zeldas, but he wasn't terribly gracious about it. <laughs> you should have seen the professor's face, Tosh, when Zeldas offered to... What did he say? Throw a few small coins her way as a reward. He did get his comeuppance, though. When I suggested another reward instead of a few coins, he actually invited us to the spa VIP area to enjoy more of his company. Zeldas became very rude to Red Skyhammer, the Torin glider instructor, when he told Zeldas that gliders normally used to get to the VIP area were not operating. Zeldas insisted that he had to get there immediately. So, the Torin obliged him. 
he grabs Zelda's by shirt collar and seat of pants and throws him all the way across and up to the floating rock where VIP area is. Which actually looked quite fun to me, so I asked if Red would throw me too. He looked a little sad and said he wasn't really allowed to do that and we should ride our dragons up. As he turned away, I heard him mutter, I should not have let him get to me. So I patted him on the shoulder and told him that Zelda's got to me too, and that isn't easy. So, did you go to the VIP area? Oh yes, but you know, I think that is for next time. We still have much to tell about what happened in lower spa area. Okay, so, uh, where were we? Rescuing the Yuga class. Right, right. Okay, so we go down to lower spa area and oh boy, what a mess. There were water and fire elementals everywhere, wreaking havoc and terrifying the guests and students. We first did rescue the instructor, Fleur Starling, and she helped us find the students. And we had to collect up a number of lost belongings. Some of them were clearly of goblin manufacture, like the folding beach chair and beach umbrella. That beach chair must have been made by goblins. It, it was almost impossible to fold up. And we did manage to reduce the population of elementals in the area a bit. A bit? It, professor, you must have killed at least 12 of them on your own, if, if not more. Can you actually kill a water or fire elemental with a bow and arrow? Of course I can. You do have to be quick with the fire elementals. I saw her do it. It was quite impressive. Anyway, once we had dealt with that, we returned to Zhijian and Quilius, but there was more to do. Indeed there was. As we are finishing our business with Quilius and Zhijian, a blood elf by name of Elzara came up and asked... Asked? <laughs> demanded more like it. And rudely, too. Yes, she was quite rude. Anyway, apparently her pet named Baby had gotten loose down in the lower area, and she was very distraught. She asked... Demanded. Demanded that we go and rescue Baby. And you agreed to this, even though she demanded instead of asked. Well, only because it turned out that Baby was a corgi puppy. And you know how I feel about dogs. But this was no ordinary dog. We make our way down to Laura's spa area and start calling, Baby! Here, baby! Baby! Of course, this brings more elementals, but thanks to the professor, this is not problem. Eventually, we see Baby near Statue of Dragon and hurry there to rescue what we thought was helpless little corgi dog. We got there at the same time as three heavily armed primalists, who we thought were after us. But they were actually after Baby. And not to catch for adorable pet, this corgi had been killing the primalists. What? Hard to believe? Well, we saw it with our own eyes. Baby killed those primalists right in front of us. And quickly, too. Dush, let me tell you, it was one of the most terrifying things I am ever seeing. I, I would have never guessed that something that cute could be such a vicious killer. <laughs> well, I, 
There is Professor Talib. Tashi? Oh, what? Tell me it isn't true. Okay, okay. Fortunately, Baby didn't feel about us the way it felt about Primalis and was happy to come along with us. But on way back, we could see evidence of Baby's work. There were Primalist remains all over the place. Ew. I agree, Tashi. Ew. But Domek insisted that we clean at least some of it up. I agree. It was messy job. But, you know, I hated to see such a nice place, such a mess. Although being covered in Primalist gore, I did feel gross. Yes, gross. Exactly. Who feels gross? Oh, uh, Jan. Oh, I completely forgot. You were supposed to do a feature today, weren't you? Well, yeah, that was the plan. Jan, I'm so sorry. You know, Velmec and Talib showed up with this amazing story, and it's kind of preempted. <laughs> Let me guess. It's preempted my feature this week, hasn't it? Sorry about that, Jen. Yes, sorry, Jen. Okay. I guess I'll come back next week. Why me? Why me all the time? See you, Jen. You know, Tash, that does seem to happen to Jen an awful lot. Yeah, I know. I'll make it up to him. So, back to your adventure. Okay, so, we return this scary little corgi dog to Elzara. And you will not believe what she said. She looked at our blood-spattered clothes from cleaning up mess from her dog and said she would only give Spa a one-star review because she expects a blood-free experience. Unbelievable. I know, right? With an owner like that, it's no wonder the baby was so vicious. Anyway, while all of this is going on, Quilius figures out where all trouble is coming from. The primalist that Baby killed mentioned Vadni, who was a primalist summoner. Quilius thought she must be somewhere close, bringing all of the elementals and ruining his business. So he offered to pay us nicely if we would take care of Vadni. And did you? Of course. Should I ask for details? It depends. How well do you want to sleep tonight? Delmic. Oh, what? Tell me it isn't true. Well, yes, it's true. Okay, moving along. Did that wrap up the adventure? Oh, no, like we are saying before, there was whole VIP area to talk about. But we are going to tell you about that next time. Oh, but we do have to tell the audience about the review box. Aye, thank you, Professor. Quilius and Zhizhang had put out review box where people could submit reviews of spa. But, you know, I am thinking it may have been fixed. Fixed? Like how? Well, it looked very full. As a matter of fact, there were crumpled review slips on the ground next to it. I was able to force a three-star review into it, but when the professor tried to put in the one-star review, it spit it back out. So I did an experiment and tried to put in a five-star review. And wouldn't you know, it went right in. That's one way to improve your ratings, I suppose. 
Well, Velmic, Professor, as always, that was quite the adventure. And we'll definitely look forward to hearing about the VIP area next week. Uh, Tashi, aren't you going to visit your family next week? Oh, that's right. There's not going to be a show next week. And you know what? One more thing before I forget. I want to wish my nephew, Yilai, a very happy birthday. Happy birthday, Yilai. Yes, happy birthday, Yilai. Okay, so until then, Dionys Aka to you both. Dionys Akatash. See you in two weeks. Have a good day, Tashi. And next time, have cookies. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Halfell, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Next time your travels take you through Pandaria, drop by and see us, won't you? And when you do, remember to ask Denden for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And be sure to tune in later this week for Azeroth's runaway hit, The Last of Them. Listen in to the drama as a hard-bitten goblin smuggler escorts a group of young abandoned dragon whelps across the Dragon Isles in an attempt to return them to the safety of the Ruby Life Pools. See you in two weeks, folks. And remember, make your own turnip. The Half-Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half-Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment, Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half-Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Report, or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com.